Welcome back to the Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham and welcome to my show. And today we had our prayers answered. I kid you not. Yesterday I was filming a video and I was complaining in that video that CNBC Make It does not upload enough millennial money content. I think by me saying that, I, I willed it into existence because I woke up this morning and the YouTube algorithm gods have basically said, Here, Graham, here's a CNBC Make It millennial money just for you to react to. And, and here we are because I, I kid you not, the next day, 24 hours later, here we go, living on $80,000 a year in San Diego. My favorite, wait for it, millennial money. <laughs> I, I love this. There's nothing that gets me so excited than seeing millennial money. I, I, I don't know why I'm this weird. I, I'm strange. I'm a strange person when I wake up and I see this and I get excited. Now the issue that I see with this, it's been posted three hours ago with only 700 views. That's a little concerning. So usually I like to see it that it gets some traction and maybe it's so unbelievable that people are like, oh my God, Joe, check this out. Let's go watch this video. So, but, but maybe it's a hidden gem, right? Maybe it's a hidden gem that there's just, there's so much good in this video that people just haven't been able to comprehend it yet. So let's give this a shot and see what's going on with this. But really quick though, let's see if we can get this video to 50 likes. I think we can get 50 likes on this video. Let's get this video to 50 likes would be amazing. And if this video gets 50 likes, then uh, this video is gonna be uh, a good episode. So let's watch this. First, we got a uh, State Farm ad. Very important here. Get a discount up to 30% with Drive Safe and Save. I want a Ducati, but I can't afford that yet. Ducatis aren't that much. Let's be real here. Like you can get a Ducati. Let's go on eBay right now, ebay.com. If you're making 80,000 a year, you can afford a Ducati. Ducati motorcycles. How much is a Ducati? Here we go. There's, oh, here's a Ducati Superbike, $79.95. If you're making 80,000 a year, you can budget for, uh, for a Ducati if that's something you want. I would also like perhaps a Rolls Royce. My first impression on this is that it sounds like the guy has champagne taste on a beer budget. It would, nothing wrong with that, by the way, but uh, goals, basically, is you have something you want to work towards always, and uh, I think a Ducati and a Rolls Royce, you know, it could be a good goal to work towards one day. Used, never buy new. I used to watch Gossip Girl, and I was like, these guys have so much money, it's so cool, and I wanted to make money. <laughs> That one threw me for a loop, going from Ducati motorcycles and Rolls Royces to Gossip Girl. But, okay. I want to make more money. You know, I don't think I'll be ever satisfied until I'm really hitting a target, like somewhere between two dollars and $300,000 a year. Who doesn't love to make an extra buck, right? All right, let's have a serious moment here, okay? Just, just a heart-to-heart, -heart, serious moment. If this guy is not satisfied earning $80,000 a year, he is not going to be satisfied earning two dollars to $300,000 a year. That was the entire premise of my video, why $2.3 million is not enough. And basically, that video just shows studies that say that the more money you make, the higher your threshold of what you consider to be respectable or a lot of money. So he's the type already who's already thinking, well, if I make four times what I make right now, then that's a lot of money, but I guarantee. And I have a feeling he'll one day start to make two to $300,000 a year, and at that point, he'll, he'll realize, like, wait a second, that doesn't go very far in California because taxes eat away way too much of your income. Uh, so what he's gonna do is he's like, oh, well, well for me to really kind of make 250, I gotta make 
450 because after taxes then then I have that and then when he makes 500 grand a year he'll be like oh you know what now all my friends are making $500,000 a year I can't I you can't even buy a brand new Rolls-Royce Phantom for $500,000 so I need to make a million dollars a year so it, it's always going to be this this continuous never-ending cycle of nothing is ever enough trust me on this one um in my advice, if, if this dude is watching, really for anyone, not if this dude is watching, if you're watching this, I think real satisfaction just has to come with from within. It, it sounds terrible to say that, um, but but that's the truth. If you feel satisfied on eighty thousand, you're just as likely to to make five hundred thousand dollars a year, and you'll feel just as satisfied. So that's that's all I have to say about that. I definitely like spend money on stuff that I want and that I feel will like set me up for my future. Ah, man, so that gave me some chills when he's like, oh, I'll spend money on anything that I want, like right outside of a coffee shop, like $7 lattes. Like like I mentioned here, I make my coffees for like 20 cents for, for this thing, for this thing right here, this cup of energetic goodness right here is 20 cents. Mm. Ah, okay, so let's go over his budget here. Rent. $1,710. That is fair. San Diego, I think that's a pretty decent price. Oh, look at this. Studio apartment. $1,710. That, that's, that's San Diego pricing, basically. A studio apartment. That's basically like a, like a hotel room. $1,710 a month, which is still fine. There's nothing wrong with that budget. Okay. Savings, $1,050 a month. Uh, Betty could save a little bit more, but uh, we're going to figure out where his money is going. Because everyone has money they don't mention in the budget that just disappears. So the savings could be something that I think on 80 k a year, he could probably get that a little higher. But let's keep going. $670 a month on food. That's a lot on food. That's a lot. My food budget. How much is my food budget? It's next to nothing. My grocery bill. It sounds terrible to say this. My grocery bill is like $85 a month. Not that I eat like... I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like I eat a lot of like eggs, cheese, uh, ham, oatmeal, frozen dinners. <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you guys this. Because uh, now I'm going to get hate comments. Now I'm going to get comments from the people who are like, But Grant, your health... Think of your health, Graham. It's worth it to go to Whole Foods and spend $400 a month for your health. I know, guys. I, I like eating eggs and oatmeal for dinner because it's, I, we're going to leave it there. I think $670 a month is a little bit high. Uh, it, it's high. I bet he can get that down to like 400 and still live a very great life. Okay. Missile, I, I like how the miscellaneous is uh, $565 a month. That's Amazon, Pets, Credit card fees and donations. Okay, the only acceptable credit card fee that anyone should ever pay is in the form of a, a, an annual fee, okay? That's it. If, if it's an annual fee and you get enough benefit from the card to make it worth it, then that's fine. Like if, if he has a Chase Sapphire Reserve and it's paying 450 a year, bam, that's fine, I approve of that. If he's paying interest or any weird charges, I'm not cool with that, and that would and that would deeply upset me. Business expenses, five sixty a month. I can't hate on that. Business insurance, two forty, fine. Utilities, two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars for utilities is a little bit much for a studio apartment because, like, 
how much do I pay? I think I pay $110 a month for utilities. And that includes water of my unit and the unit next to me too. So that's split water, trash, electricity, and gas is $110 a month. And I pay the other person's water too, because it's a duplex and that's just that's just life. Um, so his utilities are a lot. Transportation, $85 a month, fare, subscriptions, $55 a month. Uh, uh, it's not terrible. It's not ter. It's not the best. It's not terrible. I've seen worse. Um, it's okay. So let's keep going. We kind of splurge on restaurants. I don't really think about the expense. I'm just like, I want that food. Put that in my mouth. I'll pay the price. That's what I said. That's why I said his food bill is so high. That's why I said it. Because he does. Sh I I'm getting angry now because he does stuff like this. I believe that gloving is an art form that will ultimately become a billion dollar industry someday. Eventually I want Thrillites to be something full time that would replace my income from my sales career. I envision that happening sometime over the next few years. I don't know how I feel about gloving. I remember this was a thing and like when I was in middle school, gloving was like, back then they didn't have gloves, they had these little, there was a little strap that you would put on your wrist with wires that go to your fingers and with little lights on them. Um, I never saw it, I, you know, I feel like if it were going to be a thing, it, it would have been a thing by now. Um, I think it's interesting to watch and I think there's there's a lot of talent into like, you know, like, like stuff like that. but. I just don't see it. I don't think it's 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 that mainstream. And also, I think we're going away almost from the whole like rave culture. I know. Oh my! Ah, I know people are gonna flame me now for saying this, but but here's it. I think electronic music had its big heyday in like 2009 to 2000. 13 or so and it had its wave where you know dead mouse and skrillex and all of those kind of more mainstream uh, Musicians really had their wave for like, you know EDM and stuff like that and now I think we're slowly transitioning away from that uh, So I, I think if gloving were gonna be a thing it would have been a little bit back I, I'm sure there's always a market for it, but if this dude wants to make money with this I guarantee he can make six figures I'll tell you how you can make six figures too, but but if this guy is watching here is what you do Okay you're gonna make an Instagram account where you're gonna post really cool 60 second clips of you going like woo, like well, you know, however you do it. That was a terrible impression. But anyway, you get the idea. You're gonna post those 60 second clips on Instagram daily. And you're just gonna do these really cool, like whatever you do on that, and come up with some like clicky sort of stuff. And then you're gonna sell it. And preferably you have your own glove that you can kind of like, you know, basically copy or something like that. I'm not telling you to, to, you know, to counterfeit anything, but you can basically just make your own glove that you can sell directly to the consumer by promoting it on Instagram. Because if people can sell that like gooey uh, putty, like if people can sell putty and you can make like a hundred grand a month selling putty, you, you can sell gloves. You can make $10,000 a month easily with, with gloves if, if you can, you know, people can do that with putty. So that's a uh, uh, tip of the day. Right there, tip of the day. Get it, tip of the day, like fingers, like the tips of your fingers, tip of the day. I just came up with that now. My first experience investing in the stock market was at 16 years old when I somehow convinced my dad to give me $20,000 to invest. At that time, I think it was like 2009. So the stock market had literally just tanked. How do you just convince your dad to let you get 20 grand? This dude must be really good at sales. 
If he can be like, Dad, I need $20,000 to go to the stock market. His dad's like, no, son. He's like, but, but, Dad, I need to buy the stocks now. Dad's like, I don't know, son. But, but, BitConnect is a good investment. I just like, how do you do that? How do you wear down your dad that much? He's like, okay, son. Here's twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars. Twenty grand. And he, I, I don't know how old he was in two thousand nine. He, he's probably about my age. I bet he was like 18, 19, 20 around then. That's a lot of money. If your dad is watching right now, maybe he can give me twenty thousand dollars to invest in the stock market. I, I got, I got some stock tips for you. Give me twenty grand. And I took that money and started making a bunch of fast money. I had stocks that were making like 50, 60% returns in a single day. Eventually it kind of caught up with me because I wasn't really doing the right kind of stuff and I ended up losing all of my dad's money when one of my stocks uh, pink slipped. Ooh, oh man. That's why you always gotta take your profits. Oh, oh, I feel for that one, man. I really feel for that one. And you don't know any better. The, well, the thing is this, is, is like that sucks, but at the end of the day, that is a, uh, a good lesson. That's a good lesson. Like for 20 grand, he got a kick in the pants and he will never make that, dis that mistake again. And chances are him losing 20 grand is going to save him hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in the future. So that's the way I usually see it. It sucks to, how was he making though 50, 60% that quickly? I have a feeling he was doing like penny stocks and stuff like that because any normal S&P 500 type of company or stock is not going up that much that quickly in 2009. If he made, 20% in a year, I'd be like, yeah, he, he was doing some, you know, some good buying right there, but that quickly, pink slips, this and that, he's investing in penny stocks. I don't know, I'm guessing, allegedly. I think eventually I'll pay my dad back once I have a spare 20 grand laying around. He should, I mean, that would be, I would, if, if, if my dad loaned me 20 grand and I lost it, I would, that would almost be like a priority thing to, because it's been 10 years, man, I would, I would pay your dad back. I bought a motorcycle last year. I paid a little bit in cash and then most of the rest I got a really good loan. I actually crashed that motorcycle and broke my back. No, then why do you want something faster? I'm one of these people, I, like, I don't understand uh, motorcycles. I, I just don't, they, they scare the hell out of me. I, I, you know, Lotus Exige S240, like that, that's, that's as much thrill and excitement and adrenaline as I can handle. I, I I just think they're so dangerous, you know, but that's just me. Right now, I don't really have like an emergency fund, which is a little bit concerning, I guess. How do you have $80,000 a year and not have an emergency fund? That makes no sense. That makes no sense to me. He's making 80 grand a year. Where's it going? I want to know where's it going, but really quick, Smash the like button. Uh, let's see this. If he's making 80,000 a year in sales, I'm gonna guess he's self-employed. Let's just say 25% of his income goes to taxes, so he's left with $60,000 a year, $5,000 a month. He's spending as much money as he makes, if not more than he makes, okay? That's a problem. That is a problem. 
unless his $80,000 is after tax, which it very well may be. For me to focus on reducing my expenses, I feel like it's thinking small when I'm trying to think about my future and think about going big. I'm not thinking about how can I cut down on going to restaurants. If I need to, I will, but when I'm trying to think big, I'm thinking about what can I do to hit that next level. You can't be focused on earning if, if, if you, you don't even have an emergency fund. You can't do this, bro. Come on. Come on. Just don't eat out as much. You can save a few hundred dollars a month just by not eating out. I know you love food, man. I know you love food, but you can eat just as well by cooking at home, okay? I, this is me like angry right now. Like I, sometimes when I get like angry, I just, ah, oh, it's just, it, 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 it's frustrating. He could be saving way more, but let's keep going. I've always had big ideas about stuff and money is just a vehicle to achieving the big dreams that you really have. This is kind of like someone who's overweight, who's thinking, I'm not gonna worry about going to the gym and I'm not gonna worry about cutting out my calories until I get the right mindset first. Once I get the right mindset, then I will go out and start hitting the gym and start exercising and maybe losing some weight. The whole thing is correlated. I almost think that once he starts getting disciplined with his finances and starts cutting back and staying on track on that, he will start earning more money. And think about it too, like the reason you earn more money is so you'd be able to save more and have more money invested. So you could do that already by just cutting back and having the same end result, you know? But uh, what's that Kermit meme? But, but that's none of my business. Eventually I want to be a multi-millionaire, if not a billionaire, so. Oh, what an episode, what an episode. Thank you CNBC Make It for doing this. I really hope you produce more of this and, uh, and continue, continue the millennial money. We're, we're, I think we're, just, we're keeping ourselves alive here. You know, I, I think it's like a symbiotic relationship right now between millennial money and, and Graham Stephan. Now in terms of this, I mean, I, I get that he wants to be a multimillionaire. Multimillionaires usually don't get there uh, in, in, unless they save their money. I, I mean, because that's the thing, you can, you can make even a million dollars a year, but if you're going out and spending a million dollars a year on food, you're not a millionaire. Like I think his income, is decent. Eighty thousand dollars a year is is, is a decent income. Um, he he's smart. I mean, he realizes what he needs to do. He, he's he, Airbnb being the place, and he's in sales. And I'm sure he has a lot of income potential there. But it, he, his lifestyle just ha it has to be revised if he's going to start to make these moves. Especially like if, if he wants to make big moves. What? Where's that going to come? What money? Where's it, where, where does the money come from? Where does the money come from? If you want to go out and like start your own business or do, where does it come from? Because I'll tell you, it doesn't come from having zero dollars in the bank account. It doesn't come from that. So I think changing the finances first, earning more money second, I think is the way to do it. And that's what I would do, Andrew. Uh, earning $80,000 a year in San Diego millennial money. So with that said, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Let's pray again and hope that CNBC posts more millennial money and we don't have to wait like two to three weeks uh, per episode because if they posted more, then that means I post more because I can react to it. Um, also, if you have any videos you think that I should react to um, that, that are, you know, somewhat short videos like under... 
eight minutes or whatever, something something you think I'd want to see, uh, post it down below. Just link to it in the in the comments. That would be great, so I get to see it. Uh, and that's it. Add me on Instagram. I post there pretty much daily. Uh, and uh, subscribe. Hit the notification bell so YouTube notifies you anytime I post a video. Thank you again for watching. And uh, until next time.